0: Welcome to the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast, where members of the medical community from different roles, venues, and locations share their unique perspectives on quality healthcare, its future, and how to improve it. Now, from the Your Keynote Speaker studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here is your host, Rob Oliver. Thank you, and welcome to another edition of Perspectives on Healthcare healthcare, I just wanted to take a couple minutes to go over some housekeeping things just to make sure that everyone was on the same page and aware of what's going on with the podcast, what's going on with me, and kind of where things stand. First of all, I just want to say that in addition to this being a podcast, it is also available on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at your keynote speaker. Which leads me into my next point. In every single episode, you hear the intro announcement about this coming to you from the Your Keynote Speaker Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And that's because I am your keynote speaker. You can check out the website, yourkeynotespeaker.com. And I speak about quality healthcare and how to improve it, as well as speaking about excellence in adversity. Additionally, I am taking the interviews that have been completed from the patient interview marathon as well as the patients or the professional perspective and compiling those into a book. We're going to put all of that together, take a look at what quality healthcare is, what it looks like and how to deliver that so that the patient experience improves and the provider experience improves as well so all that being said today is a patient's perspective interview it comes from the guinness world record setting marathon this one is leanne beatko who is from right here in white oak pennsylvania and i hope you enjoy what she has to say and find it enlightening wonderful welcome to the podcast my friend how are you I am well, how are you?
1: Good, I'm doing well myself.
0: Good. Um, So, can you please tell everyone, um, what is your name?
1: My name is Leanne Beatko.
0: (laughs) And Leanne, where are you located?
1: I am located in White Oak, Pennsylvania.
0: All right. Um, And you are not exactly a neighbor of mine, but we live in the same town, so you're... um, Yes. I, it's wonderful to have you here. Thanks for joining oh, me.
1: I'm glad you asked me to do this.
0: Yep. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your background in, with healthcare?
1: Well, so I am 54 years old, um, and I was diagnosed about mm, maybe 15 years ago um, with rheumatoid arthritis and myasthenia gravis. Um, it was a long process getting the diagnosis, um, and, uh, you know, it was a struggle. It, you know, had an impact on my life, on my family's life. Um, just trying to get somebody to listen, you know, um, at that time, um, I had four children, uh, of a young age and uh you know when i would go in and give them my symptoms of saying you know i'm just so tired i just i feel so weak i have no energy the first thing they would say well hey you got four kids you know <laughs> <Of> <laughs> that's course. why you're tired <laughs> and i you know was trying to convey that it was a different type of tired um
0: but it, it, it was a struggle okay so When you say it took a while to for the you know to get the diagnosis how long did that take it was about 10 years rob about 10 years before i
1: got diagnosed because i would go to one doctor and like i said you know they would say well you know you're tired because you know you have these kids you're taking care of or you're helping take care of your elderly parents or you know i mean there's always a reason why people are tired of course um, but like I said, I was trying to convey that this was a different type of tired. You know, I just couldn't even stay awake. Um, sure. And I knew, you know, something was wrong. But other than trying to explain it in layman terms, you know, I didn't know what was going on. And they would send me for a test and the test would come back Okay. You know, and so you go for so many of these tests and they keep coming back that everything's fine. And then they start to look at you and say, well, are you sure you're just not depressed? (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, I'm one of the happiest go lucky people in the world. (laughs) How, you know, I do not feel depressed at all other than the fact that I can't get anybody to listen or to come up with a plan or figure this out, you know. The test comes back that everything's good, and they go, "Well, you know, we'll see you in six months."
0: <laughs> right. Um. It it's got to be so frustrating because, like, we all know tired. Yeah. And you're saying, like, yeah, I have four kids. I know that tired. Right. But but this is not that tired. It it right. is that what you were saying.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Got it. I
1: I said, you know, I'm getting plenty of sleep. I'm sleeping well, but I get up and, you know, I walk to the bedroom to get the kids up, you know, and get breakfast started or something. And I would have to sit at the table and pretty much lay my head on the table, you know, after a full night's rest. And I just did not have any strength, okay. you know, um, I would sit down in a chair and I just felt like I couldn't hold my body up. You know, it was, um, something very hard to convey, you know, um, and, you know, then as, as things went on and they would ask some questions, um, you know, eventually after 10 years, (laughs) you know, I did find a doctor who asked the right questions and, You know, things that I didn't realize, um, you know, were symptoms that all came together. Um, you know, I, I didn't realize they were pertinent, so I didn't mention some symptoms because I didn't think they went together,
0: you know, so true. Um, so along your healthcare journey, have you met anyone that you would classify as a healthcare hero?
1: Yes. Um, so for me, it was uh, a rheumatologist that I went to. Uh, her name was Lindsay Ledwich. Um, she is out in Cranberry area right now. Um, she was in Wexford uh, when. Uh, well, first she was in Monroeville, then she switched to Wexford. She's now in Cranberry. Um, I follow her wherever she goes.
0: <laughs> right, like, listen, Leanne, I know you and I love you. If I were her, I would keep moving closer to you and ke- instead of keep moving further and further away from you. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. <laughs> no problem. Maybe she is trying to get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, can you tell me a little bit more about her?
1: Yeah. And- so, she is a rheumatologist and I went to her and she uh, diagnosed me with rheumatoid arthritis. Um, and You know, she had uh, given me some medicines to try. They really didn't seem to help much, but she kept listening, you know, she kept listening. And if she sent me for a test and the test came back fine, she said, okay, now we're gonna try this. She said, I think we're on the right tree, but on the wrong branch, Hmm. you know, and she never gave up. You know, there was one time when she said to me, you know, Leanne, do you think you're just depressed or you're sad because the kids are growing up and maybe they don't need you as much now you know and i sat in her office and i like wanted to scream and i said to her listen please listen i am not depressed <laughs> i said there is something else going on you know right. and she heard that from me She was the first one to really hear that. And I could see tears in her eyes that I think she kind of felt bad, you know, for for saying it that way. And from then on, you know, she sent me for tests and uh, finally got to the point where she said, um, you know, I think you need to see a neurologist. I think everything we've tried here and everything that I'm seeing I think you now need to go to a neurologist. So she sent me to a neurologist. He then sent me to a neuromuscular neurologist. And that's when we discovered that I had my gravis. and they put me on a medication and my whole world changed. Fantastic. So I give her credit.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, So Leanne, what does quality healthcare mean to you?
1: I think just that, like, don't give up, you know, don't, don't get a test that comes back and everything looks fine, but your person still has the same symptoms, Mm -hmm. you know, so nothing has been solved on that visit, you know, and so many doctors are so quick to just say, well, you know, see in six months, well, that six months to them is nothing, but you're living your life still in a state that you cannot function well, you know, so that needs to be changed.
0: Yeah. Um, it is, it's amazing, you know, to hear you say that. And thank you for, thank you for sharing that. Um, because it's something that's lacking. (laughs) Yeah. So Mm -hmm. definitely. All right. Um, what do you wish your medical providers understood about you?
1: I'm sure it's hard as a doctor to get to know all of your patients. You know, I I know they're very busy and they see, you know, many many people. Um but I think if if you have a doctor that you go to, you know, and you've gone to for years, um they should have some idea of who you are as a person. You know, are you a person who, you know, is so quick to take an aspirin because, you know, you have a slight pain? Or are you one to hold off on everything until, you know, the situation is dire and you have no other option? Um, so I think getting to know your patients is part of it. And then I think, you know, same thing, just following through. Um, I'm the type of person that if I'm in your office, I have tried everything on my own. I have exhausted different avenues to try and, you know, um, narrow down what is causing whatever illness I may have. Um, you know, I've probably tried over the counter medications or things like that. So if I am now in your office, I need you to know that I'm pretty bad <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> because yeah. I'm
1: not one to just come,
0: you know? Right. So, um, you're one of the people that you, you don't make an appointment at the first sniffle, uh, right?
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm here, I need your knowledge. You know, I need your knowledge as a doctor to help me figure out, you know, how I can make myself better.
0: Got it. Uh, what is one thing medical professionals can start doing today to improve the quality of healthcare? Follow through. Follow through. Don't
1: wait those months in between each visit when those tests come back. You know, have Plan B ready. If that test comes back that you know it's not showing up in your blood work, okay, I still have the same symptoms. What's next?
0: Okay, and I, I really appreciate what you said right there, because you, the question that you have is not answered by the the question that you have is bigger than a single test. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes they're looking at the test as the question, and when the answer comes back that it's normal, then you say, okay, well, then, then you're normal, and we'll see you in six months, as you said before, <laughs> and you're saying, but that test doesn't answer the question. The question right. that still remains is, um, why am I feeling this way? Why am I always tired? Why, that, that it's a bigger issue than yeah. just um, then just a single test. Is, is right. That, does that resonate right. with you?
1: Yes. Yes. Right now, actually. Um, they say that myasthenia is not a progressive disease. Okay. Okay. Um, for some reason <laughs> I'm progressing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I've got to the point where, um, you know, I had to go and get approved for a scooter. Um, I can do, you know, things around the house. I can do things where if I know, uh, how far my walk is going to be, um, you know, I, I can manage, but if I go to, you know, the zoo or a park, or if I wanted to go to a mall, I can't do that type of walking. Okay. My walking ability is decreasing and I'm trying to find out why, because, if MG is not a progressive disease, why is it progressing? <laughs> that right. I now, you know, We're, need this scooter to do
0: things. Yeah, it, it does bring up the possibility. Like, is there something else going on there as well? And right, which puts you back right. to square one to say, okay, now we need yes. to start doing tests to figure out what's going on. Listen, Leanne, thank you so much for being with mm-hmm. me today. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you sharing your story. And thank you, Rob. I I respect. Your perspective on healthcare. <laughs> thank you,
1: thank yep. you, thank you, and I wish you luck in doing this. And I think it's a great thing that you're doing, and I hope some good comes of it.
0: Um, I appreciate that, and let me just say, say hi to Doug and tell him uh, we need to go get Bojangles sometime.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. See you later. <laughs> Thanks, Rob.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to Perspectives on Healthcare. Visit PerspectivesOnHealthcare.com to learn more about Rob Oliver or to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If this podcast was valuable, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes. Or if you tell a friend or coworker about the show, that would be helpful too. Join us again next time for more Perspectives on Healthcare.